Well, good morning to everybody. Uh, I was just going to bring you a short message this morning. You know, right now, through everything that we're going through, it's really requiring for us to walk in a lot of faith and to have faith. I'd like to bring you a little message this morning, and we've all heard it, but it's got such a message to it that I think it'll do us all good. And it's the woman with the issue of blood. You know, we don't hear a whole lot about uh, this woman and everything, but she exhibits faith. If she exhibited faith that pleased Jesus and it got her need met, she was in a predicament. This woman had had an issue or a flow of blood for approximately, they said, 12 years. And uh, nobody could do anything about it. Uh, this woman had no life, really. Uh, we look back into the Old Testament and different places, it says that any time that there was a woman like with the issue of blood and everything, that she was considered unclean, that she could not be around other people. Uh, if uh, she sat on a couch or something, that couch had to be washed down and, and cleaned, a uh, chair. Uh, if she slept at night, the bed... Everything had to be cleaned and taken care of. And uh, most of all, this woman could not go into the temple. She could not worship. She was just more or less isolated to herself because she just couldn't be around others. If, if somebody else touched her, they were considered unclean until, uh, until dark, you know, until night. And uh, so this woman was very desperate for a healing. And I think there's some here in this church and people that we know are desperate for a healing. I know some people that are. And I try to encourage them by faith of what God can and will do. And this woman is a, is a real good example of how to approach God. And everything. So I'm going to start out this here. I've just entitled this The Woman with the Issue of Blood. And it's in uh, the book of Luke. I'm going to look at, chap at uh, chapter 8, verse 43 through uh, verse 48. There's just really, you know, not that many verses, but, it's, but these few verses say so much. So I'm going to start out. And it says, And a woman having an issue of blood for 12 years who had spent all of her living, her money, upon doctors or physicians, and they could not be healed. None of them could heal her. And she came behind him, it said, or she came behind Jesus. She came in from the backside of Jesus, and she touched the border of his hem of his garment and immediately her issue of blood stopped. This was an immediate healing because of her faith. She knew and, and they said, if I can just but touch his garment, I know I shall be healed. This is faith and this is what God wants to see in each one of us is faith. And, you know, many of us think, well, I know God will do it for him or God will do it for her, but I just don't know if God will do it for me. 
Well, you know, that's totally and completely up to you whether God does it for you or not. Is your faith strong enough? Is your faith pure enough to believe that Jesus Christ can do all things? That is what it takes. This woman, it said she came behind him, came behind Jesus, and touched his garment. Because of her affliction, she would normally make anybody she touched unclean. That's what I just said a while ago. But, but what happened here was totally opposite. When she touched Jesus, she became clean and whole. You know, we see a desperate woman who has been sick for 12 years, and she has spent all of her money going to doctors who could not heal her. Kind of sounds like today, don't it? And this type of illness or this blood flow, it, like I said, it would have kept her from going into the temple and worshiping. It was by Mosaic law, it would be illegal for her to touch any holy thing or any person. But this woman's faith in reaching out and touching Jesus' garment was greater and stronger than her fear of being punished. You know, her, her faith was stronger than her fear of being punished. Sometimes our faith has to override fear. You know, that's the only thing. You know, fear can cancel out faith. But on the other hand, good, strong faith can cancel out fear. And that's what it did in this woman's case. Is it by her faith, this woman, when she touched the hem of Jesus' garment, the blood flow stopped instantly. It stopped immediately. It was an instant healing in this woman's body. And it was her faith in Jesus Christ that healed her. It's our faith in Jesus Christ when we come to him that heals our body, that makes us whole, that cleans us. You know, and uh, then here in Luke 8.45, it said, and Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied, Peter and those that were with him said, Master, the multitude is pushing you. They're pressing against you. And you say, who touched, who touched me? Peter did not realize that the touch of her faith had allowed the healing power of Jesus to flow from him to her. You know, it's just like in the church today if a person comes down and wants to have hands laid on them and anointed with oil. All that pastor is, is a, he's a conduit between Jesus and, her, and this person. I know that when I pray for somebody, I anoint them with oil, I lay my hands on them. It's not anything I do. It's what Jesus is doing through me. He's allowing his power to come through me to this person. Maybe this person doesn't have enough faith on their own to believe they can be healed, so they're asking somebody else to pray for them. So sometimes, do you realize, and whether you know or not, that you can get somebody healed on your faith? Because you are showing them the power of God and what it can do. And that helps them when they pray, they're, hey, when I was prayed for, I was healed. I know that if my faith is strong enough that God will hear me and he will heal me. And that's exactly what it does. 
a pastor or a preacher, when they pray for you, they are simply a go-between for you and God. And uh, so you can pray for yourself. You can pray for yourself. Just let your faith grow. Let your faith be strong. And uh, it said the people had pressed against Jesus, pushing against him. It was such a huge crowd. And they was all crowding around him, bumping into him, pressing against him. But through her faith, this woman made her way to Jesus and touched him. She had made up her mind, I'm going to him. I'm going to touch him. There's nothing going to stop me. That's the faith we need. I'm going to get to Jesus and nothing this world can say or do will stop me or hinder me from coming to Jesus. And uh, this woman, when she touched Jesus, it wasn't like the crowd. This was a deliberate touch of faith, not an accidental touch. Many of those people, like I said, they were pressing and shoving and accidentally touched him. And Jesus knew that there was a difference. He knew something had happened. That was different. And here in Luke 8, 46, it said, And Jesus said, Somebody has touched me. Somebody has touched me by faith. For I perceive that virtue or power has gone out of me. Jesus felt power leave his body because of faith that somebody else had when they reached out and they touched him. It wasn't an accidental touch. It was on purpose. He said this person is needing something. And this touch, Jesus felt, like I said, was not an ordinary touch or a bump. This woman believed with all her heart that if she could just but touch the hem of his garment, she would be healed. This woman had no doubts. You know, and that's what God wants. He doesn't want us doubting him. He wants our faith to be strong. If I can get to him and I can pray and I can believe with all my heart, I know that I know that I know that Jesus is going to touch me. And uh, her faith, her great faith, I'll say, caused the power and the love of Jesus to flow from him to her and heal her. Jesus knew that he had been touched by faith. Because he felt the flow of healing power go out of him because of faith. He felt a healing power leave his body because of faith. And it went to this woman and it healed her immediately. And here in Luke 8, 47, it said, And when the woman saw that she was not hid or that everybody saw what had happened, she came trembling and falling down before Jesus. And she declared or she confessed unto him before all the people why she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. She was giving a testimony of what had happened. Can you imagine those people standing there and hearing what she was saying, how it must have affected them? I'm sure there was a number of them that said there, well, I've got problems. Now, if I had this kind of faith, if I could just reach out, if I could touch him, he would heal me. So, you know, that's one thing I do love in the church is when somebody has a testimony. When somebody can say, let me tell you what Jesus did for me. Let me tell you how he touched me. 
But that inspires everybody else in the church. It lifts them up knowing that, hey, Jesus is in this place. You know, when Jesus is here, anything can happen. Any illness can be healed. Any circumstances can be taken care of. Any crisis in your life can be brought under control. When Jesus is in the house, you better be ready because something is going to happen. And uh, it says, and she, 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 and she confessed why she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. What she had done was really, like I said, well, up against the Mosaic law. And she could have been severely punished or even stoned for touching this holy man while she had this issue of blood. She wasn't even supposed to be out among those people. She wasn't even supposed to be around them. She was considered unclean. But she knew, she knew this might be my only chance. Jesus may not come this way again. I may not have this opportunity. That's why I tell the people in the church today, today is the day of salvation. You know, you may not have that opportunity again. Jesus is in this house. Jesus is accepting your confession of faith. He's, he is accepting your plea of the sin in your life, and he's cleansing you. He is offering you salvation, but you have to receive it. Just like this woman had to receive the healing power of Jesus. You have to receive the saving power of Jesus yourself. And, uh, and, 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 and on this issue of blood, I didn't, I didn't go into it, but you can read in the book of, of uh, Leviticus chapter 12, and it will tell you about what I'm talking about about the uncleanness of the shedding or, or, or the flow of blood or so forth. You know, this woman was afraid when she came, but nothing could be worse, you know, than the sickness she's had for 12 years. Yes, she was afraid to reach out. She knew what her condition was. She knew she would be breaking the Mosaic law. She knew she wasn't supposed to be there. But she says, you know, whatever they do, it cannot be worse than the sickness that I have had for 12 years. Maybe some of us all think that. We, some of us have been going through stuff for a long time. And maybe say, well, I don't know if Jesus will heal me. Well, come and ask him. He will heal your body. He will touch you. I've got a little girl right now that I'm praying for that I love with all my heart. Her name is Julie Watkins. She's in the hospital. She is in very serious condition. She is on a ventilator. Every time they try to take her off the ventilator, her blood pressure starts up, but her heart then starts to act up. Her breathing is affected. They have to put her back on the ventilator. They don't know what's going to happen. But I feel in my heart that, that this is a young woman, a mother, a wife, and I think God's going to touch her. I really feel like God's going to touch her. And I need y'all to also pray for Julie, to touch her, for her body to be healed and everything. They, they was here for a while. Julie and them, Julie and Michael, still claim this is their church. I'm their pastor. And as soon as they can, both of them, they want to get back into this church, but she has not been able to. So y'all pray for them. But I know, just like this woman with this year of blood, God can and will touch her and heal her. You know, it says she humbled herself before Jesus. In other words, she fell down before him or she kneeled before him. 
asking for his mercy and forgiveness for what she had done. But how she'd come to him, knowing she wasn't supposed to. After asking for his mercy, she told him why and what happened. Now in Luke 8.48, Jesus said unto her, listen to this. <clears throat> and Jesus said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. Go in peace. Did you notice what Jesus said? He called her daughter. This shows that Jesus immediately accepted her, her condition, who she was, as his very own. You belong to me now. You have come to me. You've acknowledged me as master, as savior. You believed with all your heart that I could heal you. You believed for me to be the son of God. You are now saved. You are, you belong to me. And, and then he goes on and he says, he brings her the good news. We all like good news. Then he brings her the good news. <clears throat> he said, be of good comfort. Be of peace. Your faith has made you whole. Or your faith has caused your healing. Never again will she have an issue of blood. Do you realize when Jesus heals you, you're totally and completely healed? You are totally and completely healed. You don't have to worry about that sickness again. It's not going to come back. Jesus is the Lord of peace. And right now, I think all of us could use peace. I think we could use some comfort of what we're going through. But Jesus always brings peace to those who put their faith in him. Have you put your faith in Jesus? Do you believe that Jesus can protect you? You need to pray that prayer for your household, for your children, your grandchildren, your family. Just pray for Jesus. Hedge your protection to be put around them. That, 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 that coronavirus cannot break through that hedge of protection. You know, when Jesus puts a hedge of protection around you, there is nothing that can penetrate his protection. So, do you need peace? Do you need comfort? I got three little scriptures here I'm going to read that I'm going to close with a prayer. But I'm going to read these three scriptures. In Matthew eleven twenty eight. it says, Come unto me, all of you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Do you need to get rid of some troubles? Do you need rest? Do you need peace? Do you need comfort? Do you need a good night's sleep? Jesus is who you need to come to. He says, I can do it all. And then here in Psalms 55, 22, it says, Cast your burdens upon the Lord, and he shall sustain you. He shall never allow the righteous to be moved. He shall not allow evil to come against you. And in 1 Peter 5, 7, Cast all your cares upon him, because he cares for you. You know, these three scriptures are so true. Do you need Jesus to touch you today? Do you need his comfort? Do you need his peace? Do you need to feel <coughs> his touch upon your life? Do you need to know that you've been in his presence? You know, Jesus loves each one of you, and he wants to be there. I know I've got some people out there that, I'm, that I am so praying for. 
And I know that Jesus hears these prayers and I know that he's going to answer. But on closing, let us go with prayer. Father God, I thank you for your precious son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, for what he did on the cross, for the shedding of his blood. For you said without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. He shed that blood and he took our sin on himself so that we wouldn't have to carry it, so that we wouldn't have to pay the price. He paid a price he did not owe because we owed a price that we could not pay. Jesus paid it all. Jesus is the healer. He is the one that comes. He touches us. And he looks at our faith. And he touches us. You know, uh, many times when Jesus would touch somebody, he would say, go and let your healing be according to your faith. If you've got the faith to believe, then you're healed. Do you have the faith today? Do you have the faith today to call upon the name of Jesus and tell him what you need. He's listening and he's here today. So I would urge you to go before your Lord and Savior. If you can, get on your knees. Humble yourself and give him all praise and give him all thanks for what he is going to do. See, this is faith. You're thanking him for something that you haven't even seen yet, but you know he's going to do it. And that's what Jesus wants, is our faith and our, our, our heart belief in him. So I want to thank you all today. If you, if, you're going to, if you hear this, please take it to your heart. Call upon the name of Jesus for whatever you need. And I guarantee you, he will take care of your need. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.